there's kind of a general societal view that businesses who make a lot of money do that from like magic. When the reality is they figured out the secret magic to understand a customer. Welcome to the Growability Podcast, your home for leadership, management, and marketing education, where we teach business and nonprofit leaders the necessary habits to make your organization thrive. Today's episode shares the second step in the 12-step growability model, how to attract customers for your business or nonprofit. Here are your hosts, Joshua McLeod and Bernie Anderson. Last week, we talked about your vision, your mission, your values, why it is that you're doing what you're doing. Because our model is based on a tree, I have this whole jar of acorns here. I love what you say about acorns, Joshua, because the acorn goes in the ground and then it has the potential. Every single one of these things in this jar has the potential of becoming this monster tree that is 80 feet deep, 80 feet tall, 80 feet wide, and will produce in its lifetime 50 million acorns in a lifetime, right? Just astounding. So here's my question for you this week, Joshua. What is the second step of the growability model? So this morning I was out on my walk. Every Monday morning I go out and clear the head and start the week and pray and you know go out on my little walk on the Monday morning. And I saw an acorn that was sitting on the sidewalk. I know about our episode today and I'm like, that acorn has all the potential in the world, but only if it gets put into soil. So this week we're talking about the soil, which in any business is your customer. If I have all the potential in the world and no customers, I don't really have any potential. (laughs) The potential actually comes when somebody believes in your product enough to pay for the value that your organization creates. I think there's kind of a general societal view that businesses who make a lot of money do that from like magic. So if I am a telecom company, if I am a stockbroker, whoever I am, the airline industry, the cell phone industry, the TV industry, if I'm Sony or Nintendo, the concept is they figured out the secret magic to make a lot of money. Right. When the reality is they figured out the secret magic to understand a customer. That's right. But even more than that, even more than understanding a customer, what they have figured out is they figured out how to add value Mm -hmm. to a customer's life in such a way that it's worth paying for. So if we think about the way that our world is created, Mm -hmm. an acorn has unlimited potential. And I think every person, in a sense, really has unlimited potential. Right. But the potential of the acorn isn't fully unlocked until it finds the right soil. That's right. So every leader, everyone who is in a leadership position really needs to discover not only what is their potential, like what is their acorn, but also where is their soil? Or in other words, who is their customer? Yes. The reason that we need a customer I think we need a customer because I think our potential is unlocked through service. Right. When you look at that acorn, that acorn doesn't stay the same. It grows. Mm -hmm. It has a shell and it has to break out of its shell. 
leaders like that acorn, we have to grow. We have to break out of our shell and we have to deepen and grow. Humans don't grow through selfishness. Mm. Humans grow through selflessness. Right. Yeah. Like what if yeah. God made the way that things are so that humans would actually learn to be fulfilled in service? What if right. business wasn't just about exploiting people? What if business was training to serve people and yeah. in the training to serve people, you get the reward of abundance. But what if the whole point of abundance wasn't to have abundance what is the point of abundance was to go and to give and to serve so i guess the question is bernie is there a way to build an organization that creates abundance all the way through and the last week i was walking and thinking about this whole narrative the narrative or the metaphor it's actually a metaphor the metaphor for business business is about winning there's an element of truth to that, right? But business is about winning. It's about coming out on top. It's about making the money. It's about making sure that we are the best, we're the brightest, we're the richest, we're the wealthiest. We are, we're winning. That's the metaphor. It's competition. I believe that a better metaphor for the context that we're in is that business is actually about cultivation instead of competition. Cultivation means that we put the seed in the ground and we let it grow and we work on an ecosystem where not just my business, but everybody else around me is benefiting from what it is that I'm doing. So the pushback to that then, Bernie, is, yeah, good luck with that because the world is competitive and your campy ideas are just going to get destroyed by the ruthless person that has a better sign or a better marketing plan or more resources or more money than you that can actually edge you out in the market. And we've both experienced that there's a lot of truth to that. Sure. Absolutely. So what I would add to that is that if you don't have wisdom in your cultivation, mm -hmm. you're done at step one. Right. We, we tend to pat ourselves on the back and say, I'm the best hot dog stand in the world because I have this really good cultivation heart. But if we're not able to be in the marketplace and be competitive, it's the pipe dream that we talked yeah. about like a long time ago. So right. balancing both of those things is important. Well, and when you're growing a tree, there is a competition in cultivation, right? Like there are certain trees that make it and certain trees that don't make it because of positioning. So, I mean, there definitely is still a piece of that there, I think. But you're right. It's cultivation with wisdom. So actually, Joshua, let me just ask this question then. Sure. We've been so philosophical today. Whoa. Let me just ask you a super practical question then. How does a business find customers? Well, Bernie, we talk about a lot the statistic that eight out of 10 small businesses fail. The two businesses out of 10 that succeed are those who figure out how to build value right. into their organization. So let me provide kind of like a step-by-step -step guide that's very big picture overview of the process that we take at GrowAbility yeah. to define who your customer is, to define what the value is that you're going to make. So the first thing that we do at GrowAbility is we look at Maslow's hierarchy is some of the value that is created by your organization in health and safety. This is like the bottom rung of Maslow's hierarchy. 
The second question is, is some of the value created by your organization by belonging and confidence? So are you creating some kind of like value of the tribe here, you know, where it's like people like us do this. And then the third question is, is there any value in your organization that is like in achievement or altruism, reaching a high potential, being the gold medal winner or in, you know, like serving others and impacting communities and things like that. So first we kind of look at very big picture. Next, we start getting specific on that value. Okay, so let's say you're an organization like Nike, where we have health and safety. We also have belonging and confidence. We also have achievement and altruism. Okay, does Nike, are they providing value with cost or speed or reliability? Kind of like the big three. We're cheaper, we're faster, or we're more reliable. And then secondarily, maybe it's more of your niche market. Well, we do this easier or we are hard to copy, or we are more flexible, we have more options than somebody else. And then third is kind of like, okay, we're going to do this more beautifully. So it's going to give you more status, or it's got more emotional appeal, or it's got more aesthetic. So there's a lot in that. But here's the big picture. This is like the core value. Then the secondary set is, okay, let's define that. And what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to say, With the resources that you have, how can you serve and add value more effectively than anybody else who is doing this? Because if you can't add value more effectively than anybody else who is already doing this, you probably shouldn't start that business. You should go join with somebody who's doing it more effective than you. Why start something that's not going to be adding more value to the world if somebody else is adding more value Go work with him. Don't start a business. Don't run an organization. Once I know what our core product is, what our values are, what specifically our values are, now I've got to ask the question, okay, who is in the market that will actually pay for that value? Mm -hmm. And so we go through the process of creating customer personas. So customer personas are people who are in a market or in an area or a group of people who pay to have a a need met. And we're asking questions like, what's the problem that your value helps them overcome? What is causing that problem? What's their environmental problem? Let's really get inside the mind of the customer. What are the effects of the problem? Like, what are the negative things? But then we talk about, and we've done entire podcasts about this, like the big three. What's your competitive advantage? What's your convenience advantage? What's your consistency advantage? Once I have my core value that I can charge for figured out, once I have my core customer that is really into and pays for that value figured out, now I look at my markets and locations, like where am I going to be doing this? How many cities am I going to do this in? How many people am I going to be able to serve? Who are the competitors in that market? Who are my direct competitors? Like if I sell pizza, what are the other pizza shops in the area? And who are my indirect competitors? So this is like, if I sell pizza, who are the other fast food places in the market? And then we dive in and really become great at doing customer surveys with the people that are buying our product. When you look at the overview of what happens in the growability customer section, we're doing the service of learning. I think anybody listening to this that doesn't really like own a business or run a business, they're kind of like, Well, duh, of course. (laughs) 
what's crazy is how not well done this is in the market. Yeah. Because when you go to start and run your business or when you're operating your business has been running for 20 years, there's so many things that are going on. I've got to have my taxes done. I got to have my, here's my new website update. I've got this customer complaint. I've got to go to this meeting. I met this person. I go, you're running around and oftentimes you lose sight of, wait a second. We only have a business when we're providing value to a customer. If we stop providing value to a customer, our business is very short-lived. We're going to crash and burn. As long as we're continuing to add value to a customer, our business is really going to grow. Staying in that symbiotic relationship of serving, meeting a customer need, getting feedback, looping back around is so critical. The symbiotic relationship between seed and soil. Yeah. That's gold. Important. That's important. important. So, all right. Well, we are out of time today. We would like all of you to remember that you are doing better than you think and you have more potential than you know. And we are so grateful that you were growing with us at GrowAbility. Thank you for listening to the GrowAbility podcast. The mission of GrowAbility is to equip leaders to flourish in their life and work by developing vision, rhythm, and community. To discover if there is a more excellent way to run your business, visit growability.com and speak with a certified GrowAbility coach. Bernie and Joshua are also available for speaking engagements, workshops, and conferences. Subscribing to this podcast helps GrowAbility equip leaders throughout the world, and we appreciate your support.